This episode of the Adventure Game Engine Interest Series was brought to you by our Portal Maker patrons, Griffith Locke and Leona. We couldn't do the show without folks like you. Thank you. D20 Radio, where gamers roll. Welcome to the Aegis, Acolyte. We have so many portals, so many wondrous things to show you. But today, I think this one will be perfect. Greetings, Acolytes. Welcome to the Adventure Game Engine Interest Series. Uh, the a podcast for all ages, but not really. We are going to swear. My name is Ren. I'm Jessica. And we're back uh, for the first time in a very long time uh, to talk about a specialization. We haven't talked about a specialization in a hot second. Goodness. Extremely warm second. Extreme in a very, very uh, tepid second. That's not tepid. Tepid, tepid would be like lukewarm. Oh, gotcha. Goodness, I think the last time we talked about a specialization was when we were still the wonders of Fetus. Holy hell, y'all! Uh, you send me a yeah. link to the document. It's in the uh, Facebook chat. Oh, Welcome to the Adventure Game Engine Interest Series, where we are completely professional, and everything is under control. Everything is fine. Everything is super fine. In all seriousness, we're actually doing pretty well. Yeah. Things are going good. It's going to be uh, just Jess and I tonight, uh, and the chat, of course, is going to be here with us. Yes, keeping we're never us alone if the chat's with us. Welcome, everybody. You're the folks that will make this a discussion series. That's what I think, anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you can see from the uh, mountain of votes that we got in our poll, today we'll be talking about Blue Rose's specialization, the Spirit Dancer. Using the word mountain. I assure you that it was a voluminous number of votes. That's not a thing. <laughs> it was uh, um, a menilitude of votes. I mean, you can make words up if you want. I'm digging this hole too deep. It's time to move on. Go for uh, it. We're going to meet our for fellow portal makers. Uh, make a quick shout out to our fellows in the D20 Radio uh, D20 Radio Network. Uh, in uh, uh, a lovely collection of very talented folks who talk about very cool things. And we recommend that you folks check them out. Today, we're going to be talking about the Story Told RPG podcast. The Story Told podcast is a variety show about role-playing games where the hosts interview developers of RPGs, record the creation of characters in games, and then play those games for you to hear a game in motion. Uh, they also cover topics about games themselves, like women in gaming, gamer types, making settings, and plenty more. Uh, they also have a very long-running, exalted 3rd edition actual play that put out its 48th episode recently. Uh... 
The folks who run that podcast also run run an indie games company called Fool's Moon Entertainment, where they publish not only their own content, but they support independent RPG developers who want to get their work out there. They focus on supporting folks of color and queer folks uh, so that they can get to the notice that they deserve. Good. Yeah, I really like these folks. They do good work. Uh, they actually recently, not super recently, but uh, recently, I think their most recent like full RPG is called uh, Keepsakes, which is basically a Toy Story role-playing game. Okay, that sounds really good. You play as uh, a childhood, as a child's beloved toy, uh, who has been left behind by the child for one reason or another, um, and you actually gain powers based on how you were left. This sounds very much like. Actually, is this like? Is this the story, is this the, has anybody in the chat, or I guess, baby, have you, mm-hmm. well, you've seen it, uh, Dimension 20, they did uh, Tiny Heist. Tiny Heist uh, from Dimension 20? Yeah. It's, uh, I wonder if they used that, did they use that? Maybe. I don't think they did. Not I think all they of those, made up their own stuff. Not all of those folks were toys. Uh, That's true. Not everybody was a toy. Keepsakes is also is also definitely a bit more a bit kinder and altruistic, more altruistic perhaps than Tiny Heist from Dimension Twenty, which yeah, incidentally it had, it had McElroy's in it, which made it, it did. great. Uh, Dimension Twenty, by the way, is an excellent excellent series of role playing actual pod, actual plays, and you should definitely go check them out. They are hysterical. They are um, wonderful. But uh, Keepsakes is a role playing game about playing a beloved toy who has been left behind by their child for one reason or another. Uh, but they have animated and claimed power from being left behind uh, and have decided that they are going to use their uh, newfound powers to protect other children from the things that go bump in the night. That's adorable. Isn't it? It's super cool. I love that. Yeah. I, uh, I'll have to check it out one of these days, but uh, you can find that and more, of course, uh, at Fool's Moon Entertainment, which is run by the folks at the Story Told RPG podcast. You can support them on their Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash the story told you can follow them on their facebook twitter uh get them on their discord contact them at their email and find fools Man entertainment will include links in the show description so that you can get to all that goodness so many ways to contact them yeah story told folks do good work and they have very good uh, very good discussions uh they are they are excellent folks i got to meet uh the showrunner at a at a, a gen con one year and i think i was kind of uh tired that Gen Con, oh, so no. I don't. I don't think I gave him. I don't think I gave him as warm a welcome as I really should have. Uh, so uh, if you're out there, by the way, I apologize. Uh, I really like your show, uh, and you folks do excellent work. And thank you very much. Uh, and I hope this this plug helps. Uh, next, what do we got? Uh, next, uh, we would speak to an instructor, which would be our section on answering questions that folks send in. Uh, from across the interwebs through the uh, many ways that, that you can contact us. Um, we have no questions directed to us at this time, uh, but I wanted to make sure that our listeners knew that they can send us questions before the show, uh, and folks in the chat should feel free to ask us questions while we run the show. We can answer them in real time. Yeah, feel free to ask questions. Please do. And uh, don't worry if you ask something that we've already covered. If I know signal issues are a thing. Oh, yeah. And it's very possible that I will ask the same question. It's twice, possible. Three times, who knows? I've You've had a long day. I've had a long day. Tuesdays are my long day, so let's do this thing. Let's, let's come let's home to something fun, of... I hope. Oh, bless. I, <laughs> I, I appreciate that you expect my horrible puns. I I will do my best to make sure that those happen. Well, uh, we'll, we'll work on the dancing puns. I'm already. Uh, you're already, they're already cooking. 
I mean, it's going to be a cakewalk. The puns are already in the you oven. You missed it. I just did uh, one and you missed it. Uh-huh. So anyway, uh, if you have questions for our instructors, feel free to send us uh, those questions. You can send them to us through our email, aegispodcast at gmail.com. That's A-G-E-I-S podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can contact us through our Facebook, Twitter, or SoundCloud accounts. Uh, you can send a private message to me uh, on D20 Radio Discord or the Green Ronin Age Appropriate Discord. I appear as Cot the Protector. Uh, or you can leave a question in our D20 Radio Discord channel. Uh, if you also want to send us uh, episode suggestions, uh, if you want to hear us talk about a particular thing... Yeah, tell uh, us. Yeah, let us know. And we'll we'll put it in the docket. And uh, I'm... I mean, if, if folks are asking us to cover something, we'll probably put it on pretty high priority. Yeah. We, uh, we want to hear from you all. We want to know what you like and yeah. what you're interested in, and we'll we'll add some stuff in. It'll be good. We are age-focused, uh, but if you're looking for help with some, some more general help with, like, just running a game, maybe ha- ran into a sticky situation at the table, uh, I can answer you right away, and then I'll probably... Uh, I can probably answer the questions right away and then ask if you'd like to have us uh, answer it again on the show for everyone's benefit. Uh, and, of course, if you've got general questions about the RPG scene, yeah, send them to us. We'd love to we I'd, I love hearing that folks are excited to talk about stuff. Yes. Uh, let's see... I still haven't uh, created any new seg and any any new uh, seg uh, segment segways, sego segways, segways, segways. Uh, but let's go ahead and peek through a new portal, which is our fan creation spotlight. Uh, this episode, we are going to be featuring an actual play show uh, for the Expanse RPG. Today, we present Abraxas's Precipice. That sounds cool. Uh, these folks play The Expanse uh, on Twitch on Wednesday, Wednesday nights, 6 p.m. P- uh, Pacific Standard Time. Uh, the most recent show, they had uh, a given... Well, not the, not the most recent. They, no, no, it's the third. Uh, they'll have a show here pretty soon where they're going to have a giveaway. But their most recent show, they had a giveaway of uh, Expanse dice sets and a copy of Ships of the Expanse. Dang. These folks are get, These folks are legitness. I'm very... Ex- uh, they're very cool. You just say legitness. That's legitness. Stop. <laughs> uh, Vine is dead. It's not coming back. <laughs> in their next episode on August fourth, they all uh, have to grieve. They're giving away an OPA Navy li- uh, Lieutenant uh, uh, Lieutenant Commander patch, uh, and that will probably that that bundle of proper nouns will probably make more sense to folks who have read the Expanse books or watched the Expanse television show. Both of which I would recommend. I technically have only read the Expanse book one, Leviathan Wakes. I enjoyed it very much, uh, but you should definitely take a look at it. Uh, you may be hearing from these folks at Abraxas' Precipice very soon on this very show. Everything okay over there? Here. Oh, Green Running Publishing has posted something. <gasps> Hello. Some Hello! Welcome! I'm really glad I just posted something obnoxious <laughs> at you all. <laughs> just in time to put a weird dog emoji. I think it's a cat. Who knows? Do- Either way, cat dog. It's, it's capturing my feelings about teaming up. Fantastic. Here we are. Thank goodness. Well, thanks so much for uh, coming and hanging out with us. Uh, yeah. We're, we're happy to have everybody here. Please, please join us. Have a seat. Uh, get a refreshing beverage. Yeah, uh, I would, I really need to, I wish I had more time to do podcasts. Yeah. And, and to do Twitch stuff. And mm-hmm. like, I, but this is one I think I may have to check out because it seems like it's really cool. They have a real sick production value and they're like, they're like doing the Twitch thing. 
they're they're going for it. They have a UI and everything, and they have a churn tracker on mm-hmm. their on their show, oh, so you can dang. actually see what the churn is at. I love it. Uh, and then one of their most recent episodes, uh, actually the one that they said was most watched, uh, they got Satine Phoenix to come join them on the show. And, oh goodness, there was another gentleman. Uh, Green Publishing asking, who is this? Who is this? The thing that we're talking about? Uh, the Abraxas' Precipice. Yeah, yeah. They're all over. Uh, they post a lot on the Green Ronin Discord as well. So I figured I'd reach out to them and ask if they wanted to... Uh, be featured on the show and they said yes and cool. they may be more featured on the show than i was originally planning i have to talk to them about that later yeah my, my, you folks might want to watch uh the twitch stream for the maybe the next week or so uh but you can uh, uh we'll be posting a link in our episode description uh where you can uh, they have a link tree where you can reach uh their most recent episodes get to their twitch and their social medias um you can, of course, find uh, this and uh, this submission and more uh, re- archived in our resources for your game page on our blog, ageinterestseries.home.blog. If you'd like to share your custom age, age uh, content, send a message to Podcast. That's A-G-E-I-S podcast at gmail.com. Send it to us through our Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud account. Send a personal message to Cut the Protector on the D20 Radio Discord or the Green Ronin Age Appropriate Discord. Cut the Protector is me. Uh, you're not on those discords, correct? You're I'm not, not. You're not very. You're not very. Not a very big Discord person. I'm not a big social media person. That's fair. I don't have time. You're busy. I'm busy. bee. You got stuff you're doing. That's fine. I do. Maybe I'll get in there eventually. I'm just. I Maybe don't do a day. whole lot of that social media thing. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty big Discord. Uh, the Green Running one, and it's pretty hopping. Yeah. It's a lot of folks talking about age stuff, which is always great. I mean, for which me. sounds lovely. Hmm. I'll be honest, but I've already got. I got many irons and many fires. Mm-hmm. And that's legit. Uh, why don't we go ahead and consult today's lesson from the Nexus? <laughs> this is the part where I'd put in a very high budget uh, segue. Probably just going to be characters from the actual play, saying <laughs> stupid shit. That would be excellent, though. Uh, full stop. I would. I would. I would adore that. Um, However, uh, today we're not going to Viteoth. Uh nope. Today we're going to Aldea. I I really want to play Blue Rose. Oh my goodness. I oh my we'll, goodness. And we'll this, probably have to make it happen very soon, one of these days. This specialization is one of the things that makes me really want to play Blue Rose, and it's been adapted actually for the, the for some for future use for uh, for Klein. Yeah. We're gonna have him use that. As a as a second spec, at least that's the plan. Uh, We are of course referring to the Spirit Dancer specialization from Blue Rose. Did we not even say that yet? No, we haven't said it yet. I am sleepy, y'all. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, We did. I guess we said it at the beginning of the episode. Said it at the beginning. I'll remember. That's fine. Fine. Everything is fine. Everything is great and fine and lovely. Yeah. So where can people get this specialization? Uh, good question. Uh, you can, of course, find this, uh, find the specialization on page 89 of the Blue Rose Core Rulebook. Uh, you can also find a small excerpt, uh, about spirit dancers, uh, in the setting on page 154 of the Core Rulebook. Uh, and, uh, Jess, would you like to tell me what the spirit dancer specialization is? Hold on, I'm being sassy in the chat. Oh, please do. Okay. There we go. Um, ooh, you have Blue Rose in the Nexus. Yeah, I do need to go and play. Um, oh, yes, yes. 
the Nexus has been expanding lately, and they've there's so many channels in that Discord. There's so many channels because the, the, each channel is like a discrete place where you role play. It's actually like a location to role play at. It's very cool. Yes. And now, unfortunately, because it has been almost 60 seconds since you asked me that question, I have forgotten it. So you have to ask me again. Welcome again. Uh, what is the Spirit Dancer specialization? Oh, like, what is it? It's, uh, -huh. uh they're like, uh, basically, like, there's lots of cool ways to call it, but my most uh -huh. exciting, I, in my excited life, it's <laughs> uh -huh. like, basically, you combine sort of control over mind and body, and you use it to do super badass dancery and you can use that dancery to do cool stuff for yourself and others That's and very cool. i mean why wouldn't you want to be like the world's best shuffle master <laughs> i'm the shuffle master i'm the shuffle master that's that's a deep cut reference probably well i was actually referring to the dance craze known as shuffle oh really okay gotcha i went in a completely different direction no oh. don't mind me okay but yeah, they, uh, they're masters of mind and body, and they just kind of perfect their mental and physical control by becoming super cool dancers. And what's not to love about that? Heckin' yes. Uh, they are masters of mind and body, mastering themselves, protect, perfecting their control over the physical form and their mental ability. Uh, a quote from the Core Rulebook. In the Old Kingdom, spirit dancers were adepts specializing in the meditative arts, masters of mind and body. Their dance is a physical reflection of the eternal dance of creation, and the greatest dancers claim they touch the divine as they whirl through the dance's steps. So, uh, so you can probably tell that they're a pretty big deal. Yeah, they're, they're kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal in Blue Rose, especially in Aldea, especially in Aldus. Um, they are practitioners uh, of an Alden tradition that extends back to the old kingdom before the Shadow Wars. We're throwing a lot of proper nouns at you folks. Uh, you should definitely check out Blue Rose. It's all of this. I promise it's all in the book. Ren is very excited about this. Blue Rose is real sick. Uh, they served as the backbone of a secretive society, uh, the Society of Leaves and Grass, which was extremely difficult to research because it's mentioned like three times in the book and not even like directly. They don't actually just have a spot that says, here is what the Society of Leaves and Grass is. They have a sidebar that has a song about the Society of Leaves and Grass that was sung as a code uh, to help, to help uh, aid and direct potential rebels during the, before the Great Rebellion and probably during the Great Rebellion against the Sorcerer Kings. Well, I mean, I like leaves and I like grass. Mm -hmm. Not like lawn grass. Like uh, if I grass. recall... Uh, like, the... like, like corn, not that kind of grass. Mm -hmm. I wasn't thinking about that kind of grass. We live in Indiana. We can't think about that kind of grass. No, we can't think about that kind of grass. It's not the fun grass. Uh, but, uh, so the Society of Leaves and Grass is connected to the Spirit Dancers because uh, the Society of Leaves and Grass was probably an, under, an underground network of rebel cells that is barely mentioned in the core rule book it is that secretive the only real mention of it is a sidebar that is technically an in-universe artifact where they mention a song that was used to uh, recruit new rebels for the cause so uh, like i mean that's just adds to its coolness because oh, yeah. not only is it like i'm gonna i'm gonna break out into my like i don't know cupid shuffle it's not gonna be the cupid shuffle <laughs> but and then i'm gonna cure my own diseases by doing so it's also and by the way, this whole thing got started because I don't like tyranny. 
And this really just hits me in a lot of very good places. Good times. Also, it does sound, it's been pointed out that it does sound like you wrote the specialization poetry. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, you know, I, I do what You're I can. You're talking it up I was, pretty well. So. I was very excited. So it's still, uh, I read it, I was reading up on it before we started and it's, it's still fresh in my head. Uh, well, let's talk a little bit about what this yeah. technically does. Uh, a couple extra f uh, little things to throw in. Um, if you own Aldous City of the Blue Rose, uh, you can find on page 65 the Academy of the Dance. Uh, where if you live in Aldous, it is probably where you practiced, your, uh, practiced becoming a spirit dancer. And it even, it even gives you your, your daily schedule. Tells you when breakfast and morning chores are, when your That's classes good. are. Yeah, it's it's very good. And it's even got a map. Well, I was thinking more like, what does the class do? Uh, spirit dancers uh, are... Because it does some wacky stuff. You know, it's wild. Uh, can I throw out a few more? <laughs> for Maybe. a few more facts? Uh, sure. They're fun. It's your show. It's my show. If you want to throw out more facts... You throw out more facts. Your character could probably also, if they don't live in Aldous and can't get to the Academy of the Dance, they could probably be taught to become a spirit dancer by a wandering spirit dancer. Spirit dancers will spend a lot of, let's see, well, met just as many of them would just wander and share their art to anybody who could follow the path. Um, there are also shadow dancers out there who are a dark splinter sect of spirit dancers uh, who have uh, passed on teachings from back during at the rise of the Empire of Thorns, while people, once it, while adepts were being, uh, it, were being killed or brought under the control of the Sorcerer Kings, some of the dancers, some of these spirit dancers, went over to the Sorcerer King's side, became corrupted, and corrupted their dances, and now they pass on those teachings still today. There's going to be a dance-off. There's going to be like an oh, yeah. epic dance-off someday. It's, it's, it's going to be sick. It's going to be more of like a Jedi versus Sith dance-off than just yeah. like Well, a... Jedi versus Sith dance-off is also something that I want that, yesterday. Yes. Please, yes. Please I mean, do. I don't know that I want to see particularly Sidious. Like, I, I lied, I do. I super want to see Sidious <laughs> break it down. Please do. Sidious. Like, that would be amazing. Uh, so shadow dancers would probably still take the same dance or specialization, but they use their training for selfish purposes or destruction in the name of shadow. Uh, and if you were taught by a goodly spirit dancer, they would probably tell you to oppose spirit dancers where uh, shadow dancers wherever you find them. They corrupt their te your teachings, and they should not be trusted. Interesting. Also, uh, apparently there's a dress code for spirit dancers if you draw join the Sovereign's Finest, which I found as a little blurb on the sidebar. Uh, you wear a midnight blue jacket with a white outline of a hand on your chest. I can go wear whatever the hell I want. <laughs> it's not going to be armor, though. Uh, no, yeah, whatever I wear, it won't be armor. Uh, so, to finally answer your question, what does the yes. spirit uh, spec do? It does a lot of cool stuff. And, as we'll probably go into uh, later on, it does just about anything that you ask it to, depending on your talent, spe talent choices, of course. Um... You can take this spec as any class. You don't have to... You, uh, although they, they get equated a lot with adepts, you do not have to be an adept. You can be an expert or a warrior. Uh, you have to have a dex of two or higher, the dexterity acrobatics focus, and you have to know the Arcanum body control, which is a very wild arcana. That is a wild arcana. It has a table. It has so many things that you can do with it. Uh, but we'll, we'll come back to that a little later. Um... When you become a novice, 
you learn the secrets of the dance. As a minor action, you go into battle dance mode, uh, gaining a plus two to your defense. So long as you are not wearing medium or heavy armor. You can only wear light armor. Uh, and for folks who don't play a lot of Blue Rose, there are technically only three kinds of armor. Light, medium, and heavy. So mm -hmm. you, at most, can have an armor rating of three. Already a little tricksy. Um, you can choose to sacrifice one or two points of your defense bonus to get an equal bonus to your attacks until the start of your next turn. And you can leave Battle Dance mode as a free action. So, Battle Dance. Yeah. You go into a Battle Dance, baby. Plus two to defense, right out of the gate. And you can turn it into attack bonuses. Already looking pretty slick. Yes. Uh, when you hit Journeyman Degree, you're, the bonus to Battle Dance increases to plus three. Uh, and while in Battle Dance mode, you can run as a minor action and use move to stand up only as a free action. That is wild, though. Run as a minor action. Your character is suddenly very fast. <laughs> you got the zoomies. You got the zoomies. You could you run twice. That's quadruple your move speed in a round. That's wild. That's very good. Shoot. Boost mode. Boost mode. And if there are some... I don't know with Blue Rose particularly, mm -hmm. but I know that there are sometimes there are uh, talent, like combat talents and things like that, that can be make you more effective in... I don't even know if there's one in an age game, but the mm -hmm. like t talents that make you more effective the more you move. And with the, like the more you mm -hmm. hit things and move around, and that's what Callian did a lot of. Callian did a lot of moving. And this, and this would have been devastating because she Ugh. would just outrun everybody. She would just be able to like run in, stab somebody, and get out of their reach before they could do anything. She that, would. That's actually. Uh, yeah. You can't. Uh, you. I think you still have to follow the same rules in that you can't move, move, do half of a move, attack, and then finish the rest of your movement like in like in some other games. Uh, you need a particular talent for that, which I believe is mounted combat. I'll take uh, it. <laughs> you can't, but you, but the horse can't run unless the horse is also a spirit dancer. <laughs> it cannot run yes! as a minor action. You're, you keep answering your own questions. Rye horse. Well, Be a but, yeah, but you know, but then by that point they're their own character, and you know, horse party. <laughs> Blue Rose is great, by the way. Spirit Prancer! Spirit Prancer. That's, that's oh. why you're the publishers. Oh my god. Spirit Prancer. <sighs> that's it. Thank you, Green Ronin Publishing. I appreciate it. Incredible. Uh, so, um... Oh. Plus three to defense. Where was I? Uh, gone <laughs> I'm, now. I'm still recovering. It's too late. Uh, oh, here we go. Master degree. You have near complete mastery over your body. Uh, your bonus from battle uh, from battle dance increases to plus four. Um, that, that's a for those keeping track at home. That's a plus four to your defense. That's wild. That's very good. That's so much. You know how hard it is to get a plus four to your defense. That's unheard of. Uh, like, there's no other place to get that much. Uh, while you're in... By the way, you're also... Uh, I don't know if you actually have to be in your battle dance to get this next benefit, but you are immune to mundane diseases and poisons, and if they're magic ones, you get a plus two on constitution tests to resist them. That's very good. You can't be poisoned. That well, weirdo in the back who you hit you who hit you with the oily glass is not gonna get you sick. Because you have mastered your body. The man in the back said everyone attack, but you turned it into a ballroom blitz. Uh, 
Okay. Do you not know the song that I'm I referencing? I do know the song that you're referencing as... Is the man in the back the guy with the oily glass? Yes. Or, okay, that's... <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm following your thread now, to make a really shitty pun about an old song that most people are, who listen to these things are probably too young to remember. There we go. Uh, I don't know if that means that you can't get drunk. Because alcohol is kind of a poison situation. Yeah, it's true. You, I dance so well that I can't you, get you, drunk. You Sorry. Da- I dance so hard I cannot get drunk. Uh, I mean, expect table variation on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, by taking, oh, oh, and we're not done, by the way. Uh, by ta- uh, Still in the master degree, if you take a level of fatigue voluntarily, you can run at ten times your normal speed for one round. And when you do cool. so, you can move up to twice your normal speed across any surface without falling, sinking, or leaving tracks, including sand, snow, ice, delicate tree limbs, or even up walls or across water. Good stuff. Going straight to boost mode, and you leave no tracks behind. That's wild. Yeah. Just run up a wall. This is some Kingdom Hearts stuff. Like if you gave Legolas a Red Bull. <laughs> it's amazing. Legolas, what do? Oh no, he's gone. He's gone. We'll never know. We'll never know. We'll never know what his elf eyes see. So that's that's a lot. That's a lot. You have a lot of really excellent movement and action economy. You have an excellent defense. You cannot be diseased or poisoned normally, and you even get a bonus against magical ones. Uh, and it's and you can, uh, it, I believe, as per the novice degree, you can still only sacrifice up to one or two points of your defense. Probably by raw, if your GM wants to run it, that you could sacrifice up to all four of your points in defense then they're probably within their rights to do that, if you really want to. But why would you give up that four in defense? That's wild. Fire Dancer. Fire uh, yeah, Adept and Spirit Dancer. Ooh, I think we found an excellent combo. <laughs> oh, man. Thank you, chat. Giving us some gems. Uh, so, um, incidentally, because it is a requirement to get into the spec, we would be remiss if we didn't talk about the Body Control Arcanum, which has a lot of very unique uses. Uh, which makes you, with this spec, extremely, surprisingly well-prepped for a lot of very particular and, and dangerous situations. Um, the body arcanum, uh, the body control arcanum alone lets you sleep in adverse conditions. Uh, you can hold your breath for long periods or slow your breathing. You can ignore pain. Uh, you can stay aware while your body uh, aware of your body while you're asleep or focused on other arcana. You can resist fear. Speed your natural recovery of health, play dead, or fight off diseases and poisons. I mean, you don't even care about those. But that said, you can also do this for willing people, if I recall correctly. Uh, body control yeah. only works on you. Oh, I thought there was a part where you could add this to willing other folks. I don't think I don't so. Know. I believe is it, is I it's read a, it not. I believe it's a. It's been more than ten minutes, so. Mm-hmm. It's a meditative arcana spell, oh. and meditative spells can Aegis, only... Hold on. Yes. Aegis Prance Fight Certification is the code that will give five people who use it four free items from the <laughs> Green Ronin store. <laughs> Incredible. Oh my god. Um, That's a beautiful code. Um, So, hang on. Uh, <laughs> Hang on, Ren's gotta go put a code in there. I gotta go put a code no. into the Green Running store real quick. No. Uh, and, uh, jeez, well, uh, 
I guess you heard it here first. Aegis Prance Fight <laughs> Certification uh, is your code uh, to get s- stuff from five people who use it for four free items from the Green Road in store. Just, just go and grab it. If That's you're listening incredible. to this in podcast form, I bet you folks have probably beaten you to it. But who knows? Maybe you were the fifth one. You go for it. I believe yeah. in you. Good luck, everybody. Uh, and they are recommending Eldest City of the Blue Rose PDF. Please go get it. It's it's actually a really good book. It's and And we'll be getting into it more here very soon because it's got a lot of stuff for spirit dancers specifically. There's a lot of good stuff in there. And besides all of the really cool stuff that's already in here that you can, you don't even have to use for Blue Rose if you're if you're like me and you steal from every possible age source book for my games. We play a real Franken game of age. I mean, I love a good Franken game. Uh, so let's talk about your talents and your Arcana choices if you're playing a spirit a spirit dancer. I almost said spirit healer. We talked about spirit healer like years ago. That was like one of the first ones we talked about when we were at Wonders of Thetis. Also a good one. Maybe we should redux a bunch of those specializations. Could be fun. It could be fun sometimes. I'll throw them into some of the polls. Uh, I think that's so, what we haven't done yet. Uh, if you are an adept or you have access to a talent uh, like Arcane Potential or Wild Arcane and you have access to more Arcana... Um, you are probably going to be a big fan of the meditative talent uh, uh, or meditative arcanums. Uh, or, or arcana, arcana. because arcana is the, is the plural uh, but uh, it's it really fits your theme and given the fact that spirit dancers are in universe considered masters of meditation it it fits the it fits the bill uh, and meditative arcanas give you some wild stuff like enhancement arcane strike you can do cure an arcane weapon uh, enhancement by itself just lets you increase your ability scores for a short while. Uh, arcane Strike and Arcane Weapon let you... Uh, it does what it says on yeah, the tin. It does what it says on the tin. And Cure. Uh, if you're using the meditative version of Cure, uh, that is, the Cure is one of those uh, arcana that uh, works differently depending on how you got it. Um, if you are taking it through the meditative talent, uh, then you can only use it on yourself. Uh, if you took it through the healing... If you took it through the healing talent, you can use it on yourself and others. Uh, and if you took it through animism, you can heal animals with it. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it is also worth remembering that meditative arcana usually only work on you. You can't, I'm pretty sure that none of them you can bestow on someone else. So all of your arcana is going to be uh, about enhancing yourself. Uh, you will not be giving a lot of buffs to your friends with these spells. You know, you probably, if especially if you're an adept and you got access to a lot of other spells, then you might as well throw a couple at your friends. Cast spells on your friends. Um, so I've got a list of talents here, and we can just go through them and give them a little, uh, give them a little sell. And uh, I don't like that smile on your face, dear. No, I'm just happy. I was saying thank oh. you so much for supporting our listeners oh. and our show. I thought you were cooking up another pun. I'm always doing that. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> that oh, was man. being nice. I was just being Just nice. having a good time. Having All a good right. time. Well, I apologize. I love you. I love you, too. <laughs> Where? I'm trying to come up with a dance pun before the end of this conversation, but I think I have failed. I'm dance. sure. I'm sure you'll get more later. Um, so we've already mentioned arcane potential, uh, which is a talent anybody can take to just get more magic. 
Uh, you learn one. I think you learn one arcana uh, per degree in the spell in the talent you take, mm-hmm. and you might as well stock up on some meditative talents. They, you know, they they fit the theme, uh, and you can round it out with some with, with like maybe one or two, uh, maybe one or two others. Mm-hmm. Um, dual weapon style can work very well for a dancer. Uh, you can you can enter that defensive st- you can enter a defensive stance giving you yet more defense, uh, or turn it into a pl- bonus to attack. Uh, it gives you lightning attack for ch- for cheaper and lets you attack as a minor action when you hit that mate when they hit that master degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it I think you don't uh, dancer does not specifically say what kind of weapons you have to wield. Uh, there are lots of ways uh, to emulate the eternal dance. Uh, so find the one that works for you, but dual weapon style could work for bladed weapons. Maybe you got a couple of morning stars. Maybe you got two fists. Two fists. Maybe you got more or, than two fists. No, or maybe you got two at least two hooves that you can, <laughs> that you can use. Uh, in, I imagine that dance the spirit dancers would probably be pretty drawn to the inspire talent, which you know from personal experience is an excellent talent. I love, I love. The inspire talent some of the most use that i provide to that party is with that talent it's it's quite a bit of use i'd say uh and you know spirit dancers were the back but one of the backbones of the rebellion uh the great rebellion helping throw off the yoke of the sorcerer kings so i imagine that spirit dancers today would still be considered pretty inspiring um perhaps a pretty obvious one performance um dancing is a performance and you know performance uh seems to fit that particular theme it's a bit more about kind of like theatrical performance and being working in the theater Mm -hmm. uh and maybe being a bit more of a face uh which you could probably still do perfectly fine as a spirit dancer but you know it feels like it fits (laughs) i thought so uh one that really fits is quick reflexes gets you yet more action economy out of your movement uh goodness what does that one do uh lets you draw use the ready action once a turn as a free action fall prone or stand up from prone as a free action and eventually just like roll your initiative twice and take the better that's that's why you're here like that's the thing quick reflexes you can all good that but that's the one you can never go wrong with quick reflexes uh, if you happen to be an expert, uh, you could, of course, take scouting or thievery, both of which rely pretty heavily on dexterity, which you are probably pretty good at being a spirit dancer. So, you know, if you're, <laughs> if you're going to be an expert, uh, an expert spirit dancer, you know, might as well play to your strengths. Uh, single weapon style is another great place to get yet more defense. Uh, if you're just wielding a single weapon or single fist. No, depending on whether your GM is cool with that. Uh, let's see. If you are playing a Raiden, uh, you can always take Tooth and Claw. That one's always fun. Um, yeah, that one's usually a bit more about uh, getting a bit more oomph and uh, out of your natural attacks. And, you know, you're going into a battle dance, and if you're going to be in combat uh, as a Raiden, you might as well take Tooth and Claw. It's always a good choice. Mm-hmm. Um if uh and you can always of course go with unarmed style again with the fists i haven't seen a single piece of art with a spirit dancer who has a weapon in their hand so unarmed style is probably on the money yes you that don't said, have to you know like shock chakrams 
It's chakrams, yeah. I love blue rose has chakrams. It should. It we should. Could, it's a very them. dancey type. We could get this. We could get them some chakrams. I love that. Uh, of course, if you are uh, going with weapons, uh, and I think you have to, goodness, I'm pretty sure you have to be a warrior for this one, but if you want weapon and shield style, get a shield. Get more defense. There's just so much defense Ooh, also, out there. Also, uh, fans have been mentioned. Yes, fighting fans would also be Ooh, very good in this. Yeah. I'll have feathers on them. Uh, and of course, <laughs> and because because it would probably could potentially get you more meditative arcana. Always, I suggest wild arcane. Yeah. Um, and you know, uh, most of those spells, even if they go wild, like they're just gonna, ca it's just gonna cast like your wild arcane talent will just probably cast a meditative spell on you by accident. Maybe it's a spell you already know. Uh, well, a spell you know, that even you if things cast. go weird, like mm -hmm. it's cool. You look too cool for anybody to be mad at you because yeah. you're dancing up a storm. And then, you quite know, literally, in this case, you you exploded a little bit, but that's fine. It just you know it only affected you, probably. That one's got a lot of uh, a lot of um, GM fiat attached to it, so your mileage may vary. Uh, and here's here's where we get to go back to uh, Aldis, City of the Blue Rose. Uh, if you turn that book to Chapter Nine, if you've got it, Spirit Dancer has access to several talents that are only available to heroes who have this specialization. Uh, which would give you unique fighting styles and accompanying stunts with those fighting styles. Uh, they are, let's see, so if you go to Chapter 9, Aldous, City of the Blue Rose, uh, you can find a couple of styles. Uh, specifically the talents Gift of the Heart style, Shellshana style, Shrike's Fall style, and Whispering Wind style. They're, they're all, all very cool. They're all very, very sick. Very boss. Uh... You can t when you take those uh, and you and when you enter your battle dance mode, you can choose to enter one of those styles while you're in the battle dance. Uh, I believe you still get the normal benefits of your battle dance. Uh, you just add uh, that style's powers uh, to the battle dance. Here we go. Ah, oh, yeah. Okay. If you are in battle dance mode uh, and you've got more than one of these styles, you can uh, use a minor action to switch from one to the other. Uh, and, uh, I'm not going to read the talents out loud to you because they're, they're, they're pretty meaty. Uh, they've got, of course, the n normal novice journeyman master, but each of them also has two stunts attached. Uh, so you would definitely be, uh, well served if you are playing sp uh, spirit dancers, uh, to take a look at these. Uh, three of these styles are taught by, uh, the Academy of the Dance, the Academy of Dance in Aldis, uh, and Shilshana style is taught by the Romers. Uh, Gift of the Heart style is a style of bounding motions and fighting alongside your allies, uh, granting them and yourself bonuses as long as you and your friends are fighting back-to-back. Uh, they've got a fun one, uh, bounding attack, yes, uh, is a stunt where you can, where you can let your friend attack by jumping off of you. I mean, that's just cool. Oh my god. Yep, okay, through bounding and momentum and acrobatic ability, they launch, you launch them off your body uh, at a foe. It's considered a charge, You add and they add perception to, as a bonus to their damage. You, you, you do it. Do it. It's awesome. Uh, you it's also get the locked one. antler stunt, uh, which also lets you fight alongside an ally, which lets you add perception to each other's defenses. 
Like, you're here for your friends, and you're also very good at aid and ally. Uh, so if, uh, and it also, it works particularly well uh, if your friend is also in battle dance mode. Uh, and especially, especially well, if they also have Gift of the Heart style. So if one of your uh, fellow fellow PCs also you goes Spirit Dancer. You could make a dance troupe. Dance troupe. Just make a dance troupe. A lot of the stunts that come from these styles also get discounts based on special circumstances. And Gift of the Heart uh, gives you uh, reductions if your allies that you're uh, working with also have Battle Dance. Uh, and they get even cheaper if they also have Gift of the Heart. Uh, so, you know, if someone's going Gift of the Heart, you can always talk to you, try to talk your friends into going to dance class with you. Get a part, get a dancing partner. Get a dancing partner. Uh, next is Shellshana style, uh, which is, uh, a style that is taught by the rumors, and it is a dance of circular steps and circular movements that give you incredible defense and let you dance literal circles around your opponent. Uh, can't call it square dancing. Yeah, the circle, you the circular... dance in circles, Roger Can't, no, no you can't. This is circles. You can't. Make sure you're saying your puns loud enough that the microphone can hear I you, won't. dear. You can't make me. That's no. Not a, that's not, that's the, not as that's fun. That's not if, the pun. It's not as fun if you don't get to be cheeky. Yes. Uh-huh. That too. All also right. that. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Shoshana style is about dancing circles uh, to mimic the shape of the moon. Uh, and you actually get discounts on its stunts by fighting in moonlight. <laughs> if you are in the light of the moon. Uh, that novice degree lets you, as long as you're not wearing armor, add your communication to defense. That's, that's a lot. That's some good stuff. That is potentially quite a bit. Adding two abilities to defense is incredible. Is rowdy. That's wild. You are very hard. That is going to make you very hard to hurt. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. Uh, circle the moon is a great, is a great stunt. Uh, you run up to somebody, circle around them, and then throw them ten yards. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Pew! Where they end up prone at the end of the t- at the end of the movement, just just good, just fun. It takes me back to some of the mistakes that got made in some of the musicals I was in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Moon's Tide is about uh, keep uh, pressing the attack on your opponent. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gives you a free press. The attack is an immediate free action if you perform the stunt. Uh, your speed is doubled uh, for following an enemy. Uh, and if you actually re- and if you do remain adjacent to your target, your next attack against them is considered a charge. So uh, whatever benefits you happen to get with charges, uh, in- including the normal plus one to attack. Uh, so for let's see, uh, so you know, check out Shellshana style, uh, especially if a full moon's coming. Um, Shrike's fall style is all about break dancing. You literally breaking people with your dancing. Yes. It is uh, all. It is actually about like cutting folks down. Ran over my pun directly. I did. I don't love you anymore. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. No. Lucky you're cute. I am cute. Uh, Shrike's fall is a pretty vicious style uh, about cutting down opponents, crashing down on them from above, or rushing them with charge actions. You get in there. And you mess some folks up. Um, it is uh, another. It is another talent that lets you add an ability score to damage. Uh, and 
I, I don't know why I always have this particular kind of thing in the back of my mind, but if you play, if you use Shrike's Fall style and you take the martial arts specialization after this, after the spirit dancer specialization or before the spirit dancer specialization, um, you could potentially um, be adding four ability scores to damage. That's unprecedented. You already. I don't like, even know where to go with that. If you have, if you're fighting unarmed, you add your strength normally. Um, the strikes fall. You add your dex to damage. Uh, if you're a tenth level uh, expert, you add intelligence to damage. You got that lethality. And, and if you're a martial artist, you're adding perception to damage. That. What's happening here? I'm Crush just... some fools. I'm just gonna like. Uh, I'm just gonna take a solid what almost half of my ability scores just sort of smish them together and then make someone bleed that much that seems wild what what in the world so um yeah you know so with the right combos strikes fall is very mean uh and of course the journeyman master degrees just add extra dice to your damage um flurry of talons stunt lets you just lash out at everybody within four yards with the same attack that's a spicy uh, dance. And if you add more, if you can't spend more stunts on it, you just you increase the range of that of that of that whirlwind. Uh, and the swift wing, I just love because it you when you hit somebody, you clamber up them and jump off of them, but you jump straight up and you just fall back down to the ground if there's nothing to gra- if there's nothing to grab above them. But just human trampoline. But you know, but then if you manage to stay up. You can then charge on them from above. It's perfect. And you get stunt discounts for uh, attacking people from a charge, whether you're above them or not. Well, there you go. So, Shrike's Fall, you you will probably, you'll probably, cre- you'll probably looking, kill somebody. If you're looking to do some damage. If you're looking to kill right somebody. <laughs> which, you know, which, which shouldn't be some, the first thing that you're trying to do in a Blue Rose campaign. That's... That's yeah, definitely a quite uh, honestly. Yeah, if it's a blue rose campaign, um, that is not what you should bo- you should be doing. Um, but if you need to defend yourself, this is a dang good way to do it. Yeah, and your friends. Um, and then uh, the last one, whispering wind style, focuses on swift strikes that deflect attacks at both you and your allies. Um, you also gain the ability to whisper to subjects uh, and be heard clearly by them and other practitioners of whispering wind style. Uh, and you're also pretty impervious to wind conditions. Yeah, you can just, like, stand. Isn't that, like, Master, you just yeah. stand in the middle of an actual, literal tornado? Uh, a Master Degree, you are immune to being picked up by winds of tornado strength. When you hit Master Degree, this <laughs> Amazing. I love that. Like, uh, whatever, man. I am the winds. Um... Dorothy out here like eat shit adventure. Don't <laughs> give it. Uh, the stunts for Whispering Wind style, um, you get you get reductions in cost to them if you are fighting on a battlefield that is currently windy. Uh, and if you if moderate strength wins, uh, you get a might you you would reduce reduce the cost of these stunts by one. And if it's severe strength wins, uh, you get a you get a, a two stunt point discount on these stunts. Um. And these stunts are pretty chunky because they do a fair amount of stuff. But basically, if if you perform the stunt until the next turn, like if someone tries to attack uh, a friend, you or a friend with a ranged attack, 
You can use protective southern winds to just smack those ranged attacks away from them. Not like a ballista. Yeah, not big stuff. And not like uh, a fireball. Not but... insubstantial stuff and not area of effect stuff. Like, But if someone's like shooting crossbow bolts or arrows at them, then... You can then they then you can choose to ignore defense, and their defense is now an attack roll from you. And if you roll higher, then they, then it misses. You do get a, a cumulative penalty to each successive deflection. Um, yeah. And the same with retributive northern wind, um, which <laughs> retributive northern wind is actually the way stop hitting yourself stunt uh, because it only works on melee attacks that are directed against you. Uh, but uh, if your attack not only deflects their attack, but also beats their defense, they hit themselves with their own attack. Just very good. You get a, a bigger cumulative penalty to that one, but... I love the, the, the... It does definitely hit that wind flavor of not being so much the aggressor as letting your enemy's aggressions cause them grief. Mm-hmm. Like, you're deflecting their arrows... You're kind of forcing them into a quit-hating-yourself situation. Mm-hmm. It's it's very much that sort of passive effect. Uh, I've also realized I've kind of buried the lead on that one because that novice degree, the very first thing you get is when you're in battle dance mode, you add your intelligence to armor rating. There is that. Wild. Uh, now, as a, as a spirit dancer, you could only be wearing... Light armor. You can't wear medium or heavy armor, so your armor rating's probably not going to be super high. But you could, you could probably like get up there with the warriors uh, once you got once you're in battle dance mode. But that's supposed to be like you striking at attacks that are coming towards you, um, just lessening their effect on you. But who adds ability scores to armor rating? Who does that? Spirit dancers do. Mm-hmm. That's who. Spirit dancers get to break all the rules. Are we having a, a good time in the chat? Yes, we're talking about farts and wind flavors. <laughs> I see. Gross. That whispering wind. Is it time that we had talk with the kids about their whispering wind? Yeah. Uh, well, sometimes the wind was whispering, and sometimes it feels a bit more like dealing with, uh, what's it called? The Shrike's Fall style, personally. <laughs> Oh my god. We've talked about farts for 30 seconds too long and that we've been talking about farts for about 30 seconds. I, I, yeah, I can see it. <laughs> oh no, the wind tastes stinky. <laughs> this wind tastes stinky. <laughs> I will never grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. Thank you, Javar. Uh, thank you, Jarvat. Pardon me. I mean, I, I feel you on that. Mm-hmm. I remember being a Toys R Us kid. Uh, so... If you're you're a spirit dancer, you got a lot of cool toys. Yeah. Uh, but eventually, in Blue Rose, you're gonna get a second spec, or maybe Blue Rose uh, Spirit Dancer is your second spec. Um, so let's talk about combos with other specs in Blue Rose. Um, the core rulebook uh, in the, some of the lore also mentions more than once that martial artist is a common spec that is mixed with spirit dancer, and you know it makes sense. It lets you do some cool stuff. Uh, uh, Martial Artist is definitely no slouch, and that will, of course, get its own episode eventually. Uh, But that's the one that, if you're using martial arts or unarmed weapons, you get bad perception to damage. It's pretty good. It's it's solid. Uh, 
And uh, it can, and uh, because Spirit Dancer can be taken with any class, you've got a lot of potential combinations. Uh, a lot of really cool combinations in yeah. some cases. I think it depends on the dances that you choose mm -hmm. that are going to really determine which one you want. Like, yes, I think we made it pretty clear that if you're, you know, if you're using that Shrike's Fall, mm -hmm. like it's martial artist. Martial artist is like if you want to be a damage dealer, which let first of all, word to the wise in Blue Rose, that's not necessarily. It's not, end all, be yeah, all. it's not quite the flavor you're supposed to be going for, but, you know. Some... I mean, it, some characters can be in that situation. Yes. But just the Blue Rose is not a game where that is sort of the the biggest of big things. Mm -hmm. Like, you're, you're not, not, you're here to smooch people, not murder them. Mm-hmm. You're here to stop people, if you have to stop people. That too. Um, but uh, if you want to do a boatload of damage... That's going to be the combo to do it with. Spirit Dancer and Martial mm -hmm. Artist. And uh, Assassin would also... Like, if you wanted to use oh. it with Assassin... Assassin is a very curious choice for anybody who's... Uh, uh, let's see, for anybody who's, you know, trying to emulate the Eternal Dance. But, you know, it, it works. It yeah. works very well. Especially for GMs out there who want to make a Shadow Dancer. That's, like, well, that's a real sad, specifically... Combo. This would also be great for a spirit dancer whose main goal is to take out shadow dancers. Ooh. Ooh. Could be an assassin who takes out shadow dancers. Oh, man. Or according to Green Ronin, you can be a capybara. I mean, you could you could be that too. <laughs> a rye capybara? Amazing. That would be... Please do. Well, you could I also... The, I want to see the art for you it. You could also, and this is true, be a spirit dancer assassin that takes out shadow dancers and is also a capybara. <laughs> they'll never see you they'll coming. They'll never see you coming. When you start bounding around, they're really not going to know what to do. I mean, no one will at, at ever see that mm -mm. shit coming. It's the perfect it's the perfect crime. <laughs> um, I'm partial ah, to Bard and Spirit Dancer. Martial artist is also increasing your defense yet more. Yeah, you, no one will ever hit you and no you one, hit for a bajillion damage. No one is going to hit you and you're going to hurt people. It's going to be awesome. Like, that was that's the obvious choice. And the, the books mention it. Like, the Corporal oh, yeah. book mentions it's, more than once. Like, hey. It's a solid way to go. Yeah, I would also, again, I love Bard. Yes. But that's because I'm a sucker for Bard. If you're doing, like, the deflecting stuff, or if you are trying to do other sort of supportive elements to your game. Mm-hmm. If you are, oh, I don't know, a character that's, like, relentlessly social and maybe has no combat abilities... I mean, you, you know. You can provide a lot of extra support to your team by being a bard. I mean, bard's bard's a solid way to go. Uh, those dances can be quite inspiring once you hit the master degree. And a lot of a lot of uh, spirit dancers are wanderers, probably collecting stories and tales, and uh, perhaps sharing a couple of those. So that's that's a, that's you know that that's in theme. Mm -hmm. uh, what's also in theme is the duelist specialization. Uh, to be a duelist, you do have to be an expert, uh, but there you will be getting yet more defense, uh, a little bit more damage, and oh yeah, uh, if you perform pierce armor, you get penetrating damage. Yeah, that is the big reason to play a duelist, that's and that is big... absolutely why Callian like. That's a big. That's why Callian face was directly a... <laughs> into duelist and never looked back. She did very well with it. 
Oh, we've got some uh, recommendations in chat, including Ooh. the Capybara Spirit Dancer slash Fire Adept. Oh, yes, please. I'm worried about setting my fur on fire, but I'm still here for it. And Spirit Dancer Body Shaping? Spirit Dancer Body Shaping. Ooh. Hmm. You could do some wild stuff with that. That could be interesting. Yeah. I didn't put it on the list, but if you did go that route, you could also go Shapeshifter. Uh, Spirit Dancer Shapeshifter. You would have the ultimate control over your body. That is so much control over someone over your body. So much. Uh, if you did go to that Whispering Wind uh, and you happen to be a warrior, you could always go Guardian. Oh, that would be great, actually. Lean, in, lean into, that prof- into that protection situation. <laughs> Green Ronin Publishing says, My body shape is gas station hot dog. <laughs> And that is a sentence I did not think is I was you, going to is say Is that you, today. Troy? <laughs> <laughs> you are disembodied. You are a disembodied pile of gas. And then Jarvat uh, says that there's a 7-Eleven hot wings. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I kind of when I was looking at it, I kind of liked the 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 feeling of going Sacred Warrior as uh-huh. a spirit dancer. You have to be a warrior. Um, but you know, uh, sacred warrior is also not necessarily. It can also work uh, if your character is in service to the light or the shadow. You're a sacred warrior of somebody, uh, so this mm-hmm. can also work if the GM needs to build some shadow dancers. Uh, if you are a warrior, you could also. And if you're a warrior who went that strikes, uh, uh, that strikes fall style, could go with the Slayer. This is Owen Casey Stevens. Oh, it is Owen Casey Stevens. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Owen. No Troy this time, but that's okay. It's uh, good lovely... to know that there is more than one person at Green Run in Publishing <laughs> who you might accuse. Who oh, might... it says, I am not lying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I... I'm very fond of everyone at Green Running. I don't know what to believe anymore. I mean, I mean, I think I know what's going on, but I'm going to go <laughs> ahead and just, I'm just going to take it at face value because that's way more fun. <laughs> I'm glad you could. Jo- <laughs> okay, I'm lying. I'm glad you could join us, whoever you are. 7-Eleven hot dog person. 7-Eleven hot dog person. Uh... Let's see. Oh, spirit like dancer. Can't be spirit dancer twice. Special Kroger pastry. It's going bad in like two days. Uh, one I actually thought would be super fun: swashbuckler. Oh yeah, that would be cool. Uh, you it, it's it has basically the same requirements as spirit dancer. You also have to have dexterity acrobatics and a dex of two or higher. Uh, you can only take it if you're an expert or a warrior. So adepts could not take swashbuckler, unfortunately. Uh, but novice degree lets you re-roll failed dexterity acrobatics tests, which that's always nice. Uh, you can't be disarmed, and you get and master degree you get lightning attack combat stunt for minus one stun point. So, you know, there's a lot to like here. There's a lot to like here, and maybe you're a spirit dancer pirate. Who knows? That could be fun. Or you know you could also go to the spirit dance. You go to the you could just go to the pirate specialization. Swashbuckler is not necessarily pirate. Pirate has its own spec, but you know you can do that too. So, um, a whole pirate crew of spirit dancers sounds like a wild time, by the way. Pirate crew, it's the pirates of Penzance. <laughs> oh no! You, you're just you're just putting on 
Pirates of Penzance. Or, or you know, if you're not a pirate, HMS Pinafore. There's... Mm-hmm. <laughs> you could be the very model of a modern major general, but I feel like then you'd have to be the bard. Then you'd probably have to be the bard. Because patter songs that does are hard. Right. That does feel right. Um, if you're hoping to go the sneakier route as a spirit dancer, especially someone who's trying to like infiltrate stuff, or maybe you're trying to work, uh, maybe you're doing a campaign like before the Great Rebellion's gotten started and you have to operate in secret... There's always the spy talent. Yep. Jarvat, literally before you said it. I really like the spy talent. I didn't think I would like the spy talent, but then I saw, and then I had a player who started using it in Fantasy Age, and they used it brilliantly. Yeah, it's it's surprising. It's actually pretty cool. If you're creative, you can get some good stuff out of it. Yeah, and it's for any specialization. You could go for it. Anybody can be a spy. Uh... So that's all I've got for specializations. Uh, none of the specializations in the um, uh, Eldest City of the Blue Rose felt quite right. Uh, there is one that is called Initiate of the, of the Eternal Dance. It is not, it does not have anything to do with spirit dancing. Uh, the Eternal Dance is the concept that it's initiated, an initiate of, and there's actually a Temple of the Eternal Dance, which is not the Academy of the Dance. Uh, they are two separate things, both compl- perfectly valid. And but Initiate of the Eternal Dance is very good about dealing with corruption and corruptive forces in the world. That's cool. Uh, and it, I believe it requires you to have Eldest uh, Eldest City of the Blue Roses priest talent, which is also very cool. So if you just want to have the word dance in your specializations as many times as possible, that would be the way spirit to go. Spirit dancer, initiate initiate of the of the of the Eternal Dance, spirit dancer. Dance. Dance. Dance, dance, revolution. I'm so angry. <laughs> dance, dance, conflict, resolution. No, because that... <sighs> Holding my... I, this is why you can't hold your cards close to your chest. <laughs> is that right? I was so ready at the end of this to talk about how much we owe to this group that started a dance, dance, revolution, and you ruined it for me. Have a good night, by the way, Troy. Looks like Troy's on the way out. Glad you could join us. Oh, uh, Jarvat points out the Inamorata, uh, which you probably could do. Uh, the Inamorata, oh goodness. Uh, I read it a little while ago, so I'm not very good at explaining. I still can't believe you've robbed me like that. What? I was so ready. <laughs> do you want to do another take? No, it's gone now! It's gone now. We was robbed. Bye, Troy. See you later. <laughs> Bye bye. I'm uh, probably gonna wrap up here soon anyway. Probably. Uh, the Inamorata is very much about um, sort of uh, being the ideal companion, uh, even if only for a fleeting moments. The masters of the art of pampering, comforting, or making their partners feel as if they are the center of the entire world, mm. which is nice. I, I, you could probably put it with Spirit Dancer. I kind of like the idea of somebody who cares for others as much as they care for themselves. Ooh, and they mentioned true geisha. That could be an interesting geisha thing. Ooh. That is a fair point. You could do that. Yeah, like that. Or just somebody who is so very much, like, who's so devoted to to another party member or to others that they also recognize that in order to be devoted to others, you have to be devoted to yourself. And this, like... This duality of I know myself inside and out, and I can help people inside and out. Like, I like that. You know, I could that could be a really, really interesting character. 
I like, like it. I like this idea of a hero. It also requires you to have the charmer talent, which is a very good talent. Why don't we have it? <laughs> I mean, we probably could. I might not, just because Klein would absolutely take it. Yeah, of course he would. It's, it's called Charmer. It's very good. It's very good. I, the journeyman, no the journeyman for degree. Not to take it. Journeyman degree is very fun. Anyway, we talk about that later. We'll talk about that some other time. We absolutely should. Um, the next and last bit about Spirit Dancer I want to talk about is uh, using the Spirit Dancer in other age games. I feel like that's difficult. I agree. Because. <laughs> Isn't that a therapist? I mean, <laughs> I, spoiler alert, therapists can treat themselves like shit. And uh, <laughs> I say this yeah. as someone who had six clients today. Oh, man. If and uh, did not did not eat enough lunch. Oh, dear. Uh, let's see. Goodness. Uh, spirit Dancer... Would require a little bit of backflipping to get into a couple other games, especially. Well, Spirit Dancer requires a little bit of backflipping, no matter what you. Do. It does do a lot of backflipping on its own. Um, Spirit but... Dancer and Dragon Age, I think, would just die. Yeah. Spirit. Not with... Yeah. If you combined it with like, what if you, what about Bard like their Bard? I was actually that was one of the things I was thinking that is that it could be a very particular style of Orlesian Bard. Yeah. Or if you combine that with, like, some sort of uh, Antivan, like, mm. an Antivan crow that's a dancer. Ooh. You know, we've there we've we've not seen a lot of, like, dancing traditions in Dragon Age. But we've also, in the games, never gone to Antiva. And we've never gone to Ravane. Those places could absolutely have some spirit dancers. Perhaps even literally if you go to Ravane, because their seers still uh, let spirits enter their bodies for a little while uh for uh for divination purposes so maybe they get the spirit of the dance in them who knows uh maybe it could be the first for your campaign um i also thought it could be really cool to make uh like a particular sect of the silent sisters in orzammar who are that would be cool women warriors uh, uh exclusively women warriors uh who cut out their tongues uh don't Ow. don't speak. They then they're they're taught taught to make no sound, um, but they're also all uh, dedicated to unarmed combat. Ooh, blade dancers is being suggested. Ooh, there's a lot of ways you can make that happen. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Uh, dance spirit dancer could also be very interesting if you combine it with like Dragon Age's shadow specialization. I also just and this is because it's me, but you'd be even less hitable. Keeper? Spirit? Ooh. Ooh. Keeper. Very interesting. Also, let's be real, too. Spirit Dancer, Spirit Healer could be just a fun... It's got the word spirit in there twice. Spirit well, you could be possessed dancer. by different things and have your dances based oh on different God. possessions. That's excellent. I do like that plan. Yeah! Please do. Uh, if anyone writes that campaign, I need to hear about it. Um, I don't think you... Now, for Fantasy Age, I don't think you have to work super hard to get Spirit Dancer into a campaign. I... Here's my thing with that, though. Yeah. It's very powerful. And that's something with Dragon Age as well that I worry about, is yeah. that it is powerful in a way that other specs in Dragon Age and Fantasy Age just are not. A lot of those were written pretty early, uh, before folks, uh, by Blue like, Rose, they're just trying to experiment with the some The reason stuff that and... we have altered it 
for our use is mm-hmm. precisely that, is that it's, A, it's very complicated because there's a bajillion dances, but B, it's just extremely powerful. It's very good. It's just wildly powerful and probably a bit higher powered than either of those two settings in my experience. Yeah. So might need to find ways to tone it down unless you're giving other people boosties. Once that Fantasy Age Core rulebook comes around... We're waiting for it, we're excited uh, for it, we'd like to have it It so might on. be a bit more in line with a lot of the specializations that we saw in the playtest. Because I liked how a lot of the specializations worked in there. We can't talk about those. But we, you know, playtest happened. And it sure did. It happened and it forward. was very cool. Um, Modern Age? This one, that would, this one would also require some backflipping. I... I just think that this is where we get like BTS. This is our K-pop bands. <laughs> like, I mean, we could do that. We could just we could do that, or it could just be like another flavor of a martial artist. If you're yeah. doing like a, a martial arts style campaign, I really want someone to stat out BTS's spirit spirit dancers. I don't see spirit dancers showing up in the expanse. I'm not as familiar with the expanse. It's so. it's. It's a sci-fi situation, not uh, at least according to the writer, not hard sci-fi. It definitely has zombies in it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I think you'd have to work very hard to get Spirit Dancer in there. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's some well, kind of could... like trained trained government assassin working for Mars or Earth. But I don't know. You could do that. I could see it being honestly. I could see it being maybe a feature of training in different type. Like if you actively trained in different types of gravity. Like, maybe altering hmm. your body in specific ways by hmm. something like that. I like that. That's not a bad idea. Or, you know, if it's sci-fi, injections. Injections. Here comes the juice. It has been pointed out that Aww. if you run Plot Any Dragon Age campaigns, you should run them on the Nexus. In fact, yeah, I agree. Oh, well, thank you. Maybe I will. That would be cool. I got some folks who are probably waiting to come back and do more Dragon Age. Yeah. I'll have to get some more Dragon Age going. That could be fun. I would love that. If I've got the time. This is not relevant to this, but also uh-huh. I'm dying to play some PF2. Yeah. So. I think PF2 would also be fun. Hmm. So many fun things so to play. So many fun things to play. <laughs> uh, and unless you want to add anything else about Spirit Dancers, I think that we covered pretty much everything. No, you took my big pun out from under me. And now it's gone. Now it's gone. Is exit, it nerdy? Exit stage left. Exit stage left. I'm sad. I'm sorry. You it's still a, like me? Yeah, you're pretty cute. Very good. Well, thank you. I've gotten a couple other really bad little barbs in there, so I'm okay with it. I think you'd, I would say you've done good. Well, everybody, uh, I think that that's probably going to just about do it for us. Yeah. Thank uh, you so much for listening in with us. And yeah. for those of you who are in the chat, it's it's just always a delight to have you around. We love talking to you. Thank you so much for hanging always a out blast. with us. Always a blast. Yes. Yeah. And uh, before we end, I wanted to remem- remind the... Because there will probably still be one or two of these available when we start next time is uh there's a code a capital a g e i s underscore capital p prance no space capital f fight hyphen capital c certification if you put that in the first five people who use it 
get four free items from the Green Ronin store, but I'm pretty sure they have to be Blue Rose related. Requirement. All of you. Go it's, get some uh, Blue Rose stuff. It's fun. Blue Rose Age RPG of Romantic Fantasy. Mistress of Gloomhall Manor. Blue Rose Quick Start. There's a few others, I think. City of Blue... Alda, City of Blue Rose PDF. Go check it out. So, fun. yeah, if you are one of the first people Do listening it. to this, turn us off right now and go find that. Or just keep <laughs> listening to me chatter. I mean, I don't know when this sentence is going to end. Probably sometime soon. I'm pretty tired. Way to be. There it goes. There it goes. Well, thank you again, everybody. We're so glad that you could all join us. And, this was a uh, lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Ren wishing lots of sixes on that drop spirit stunt die. That one. I went through all of Perfect. them. Perfect. And this is Jess wishing you... Wish, pff, you made me fuck up. This is Jess wishing you good heels and happy feels. Thank you for listening to the Adventure Game Engine Interest series. If you like what we do, please consider supporting us on our Patreon. If you support us at only $3 per month, you get to vote on our Patreon-only poll, which is worth twice as many votes as the other polls. Anything you can contribute is appreciated. You can find a link to our Patreon on our blog in the post for this show. If you'd like to keep up with the show, you can follow us on our Facebook or Twitter. Feel free to leave a comment or a question, or even tell us how your age games are going. We do love to hear. Feel free to comment on our show on SoundCloud, and if you can, please leave us a review on iTunes or Google Podcasts. It really helps us out. The music and sound effects you heard on the show all came from Sirenscape, the legendary program for providing sound effects and music for your tabletop games. You can get started for free if you want to try it out first, and subscribing gives you wider access to the impressive and still-growing library of sounds for fantasy, sci-fi, modern, superhero, horror, and other types of games. Take a listen to Sirenscape, my friends, because your epic games need epic sound. This is Ren, wishing lots of sixes on that stunt die. Please take care, everyone, and we'll see you next time.